hey, they're looking for an assistant. Will you be interested? And things just happened. So he knew me from that small moment. I was like, yeah, I will trust him. So I ended up going to Southern Mississippi. All those little details, like for example, that call that you really don't want to do, and then you show up and then you do it. It's just like, well, I learned from this. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, what if, like you said, like, yeah. people will regret more the what if than actually doing the stuff. The diff, like me coming from like a junior college, coming from NAIA and then seeing uh, all the things that mm. D1 players get, it's just like, this is incredible. I believe a spring is in a D1 program is one of the most crucial moments because it's a moment where you actually get to develop the players, you know. The chance of coaching a national team, of course, you see it like, oh, big time coaching a national team, but I believe it's possible if you give yeah. yourself or volunteer yourself and you know the right people, then you might be able to get into it. And I think that will be such a, the players will give like signatures and stuff like that. Of course, nobody cares about the goalkeeper coach, but one kid came to me and was like, oh, can I help your signature? I was like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. all the way around. It made I know, yeah, it made, me, it made me feel good. Hey, what's up, Juan? How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. What about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I appreciate you for coming back on the podcast again. Um, you're coming from out of town, so your time here is very short, um, very calculated, and for you to spend it here with me, um, thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being able to do all this setup and doing all the things to get me back to it. I know it's a couple of days, just four days, but thank you for having the time, honestly, to have me back again. So I really appreciate it. Of course, of course. Um, I feel like a lot has changed since the last time we spoke. I know it's only been maybe a year and some months, not that long. But, man, you're living in a different state. You're working in a different job. What happened? What's have changed? How have you been? Well, I mean, yeah, I think it was one year, probably, like February, I think, was the moment we spoke mm -hmm. last time. And, yeah, a lot of things have changed. So, first, the biggest one, I changed the states. So, I don't work anymore with Macu. I started work with the University of Southern Mississippi. I arrived there as a goalkeeper coach, but basically I'm the assistant coach as well. As well. Nice. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest change for right now. Southern Missouri, you said? Yeah, Missouri. How did that No, happen? no, sorry, sorry, Mississippi, Mississippi. Mississippi Southern yeah. Mississippi. Harrisburg, Mississippi. You're in the south. Yeah, in the south. <laughs> How did that happen? What happened? It's a really funny story, to be honest. Um, it's one of those stories that I tell people that, like, some things doesn't make sense, but then, like, things start connecting up, and then you see, like, the end result, and it's like, wow, how in the world this, like, match? So... This is the whole story about it. I was during during the spring, right? I was on MacQ, everything was okay. And then James, remember I had like my Instagram page, Goalie Masters and Goalie all that. Masters, yeah, yeah. All and of for it. people that don't know, if this is the first episode you're tuning into, you do Goalie Masters, which is just, um, it's a lot, but basically everything focused around the goalies. Goalies mindset, what should goalies be practicing with, drills that they can doing. Your job is to make all goalies better in whatever way right that's the goal yeah to provide more information to people about goalkeepers give them some idea and hopefully in the future it's gonna be a bigger thing i'm hoping so. no it's it's great <laughs> I, I like how you're putting specific content out there and it's getting better you're trying new things i've been i've been keeping up thank you and um so you've been making this content for a few years and that connects you to so here's the thing so it connects me to a team in iowa mm -hmm. with um the ex uh, he's like i am k i think it's the last name don't want to say it wrong but I it's i am k yeah he connects me with him and he kind of knew dean johnson 
that he was the head coach at Des Moines Menace. Mm-hmm. And then they connect, they connect me with that, right? Mm-hmm. So I go to Iowa for six months. I'm there, right? For sorry, for only for the summer. So I start coaching for Des Moines. And then during all that, I used to do ODP as well here with the other Adam, Adam Kens. And then it's gonna be a long story, but you're gonna see how everything's yeah, gonna yeah, connect. Yeah, yeah. So after Adam, like during those periods, I had a game on that day, and Adam calls me right, and he is like, "Hey, there is an opportunity of going to." Tennessee for a ODP combine. So first of all, that that thing happens, and I'm like, oh, Adam, I really don't know because we probably have a game that day, so I don't know if I can make it and stuff like that. And was like, okay, doesn't matter. Stay in Iowa, do your thing, and probably in the future you can come to a different thing. Mm-hmm. So things were like that, and then like two days after, I started thinking like, should I really go there? You know. Like, should I go, should I shoot, should I go? And then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to go. So I called Adam, I was like, hey Adam, I know it's a little bit late and you told me like, you need the spot right away. Like you need to, I need to let you know as soon as possible, but is there any chance? He's like, okay, let me figure out if there is a chance, whatever. So he calls me and then there's the opportunity of me going there, right? Mm-hmm. The reason of why, well, I mean, no, yeah. So he ended up, going, he ended up inviting me there we end up having a game that day, but they gave me a permission to go, so everything was fine. I end up going to ODP. I get to know a lot of people. Everything was great. And then one morning, again, things of life. Um, so we have practice, and then the next morning I woke up, go to the hotel, and I'm getting breakfast. After I'm getting breakfast, I'm done with breakfast, right? And then I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay a couple of more minutes. Next day, right? Hotel. I go for breakfast in the morning, and then after breakfast, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to stay a couple of minutes here downstairs just to see what happens. And then Coach Mo, so the head coach right now at Southern Mississippi, he shows up, thanks of life. And then we start having a conversation, everything good, and that's it. Nothing else happened. We just had a conversation, normal conversation. He shared me his story about playing and all this stuff. Like, And then months later, um. I received a call from the assistant coach that he was at Southern Miss as well. And he was like, hey, they're looking for an assistant. Will you be interested? And things just happened. So he knew me from that small moment. I was like, yeah, I will trust him. So I ended up going to Southern Mississippi. Wow. <laughs> Longer story, you know. I'm probably make it longer, but there are a lot of things that connected. And I was like, wow, this is important. Like, really. Mm-hmm. There was a reason of why I needed to go there. And honestly, I'm really grateful I went. I have learned so much so far. That was so, going to be my next question. Did you make the right choice? Yeah, 100% I agree. I think the choice I was going to take before wouldn't have taken me that much out of my comfort zone. Um, going to this new place, going to all this was really new for me. Yeah, because you didn't know anybody. Basically, I didn't know anybody. Also... Here in Macchio, I was like just focusing on goalkeeping and stuff like that, not really in the whole team thing. Were like, comfortable? Huh? Would you say you were getting? Yeah, comfortable? Yeah, I was 100% getting comfortable, you know. And then I went there, and like first week, it was tough, 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 tough. Mm. Why? How was it tough? Everything. So I mean, the heat is different. Sorry. The heat is different. The, the heat was different. different. My AC car wasn't working starting from there. So even the drive there, it was like eight hours drive. It was really tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, still like I didn't have a place like these things so they kind of hired me two weeks before preseason so I really 
didn't okay. have a choice. Yeah. Vámonos. Let's go. I know. Exactly. And then also there was like an issue with like the paperwork and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I basically needed to travel outside of the country and then come back. Mm-hmm. So I needed to get flights like in a period of a week. Where did you go? I went to Mexico. I visited Josue, okay. one of my friends. You're just like, oh, let's make a trip. Yeah, I was like, I mean, <laughs> if I'm going out, I'm just going to yeah, go yeah, and visit. Yeah. Or the, I mean, it was also cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was just curious if you ended up flying back to Colombia or just... No, you know. it was way too expensive. Mm-hmm. But And the idea was just like actually just going out. You just need to go out step and then out, come in. in. So they can like update. Yeah, your you're thing. basically showing... You're, it's, you're entering the country legally for a different purpose this time. Basically. Mm-hmm. So, well, that happens. And then again, two weeks, I didn't know nobody. I didn't know where I was going to stay. Mm. All my things were in the car. And it was just crazy. So I show up. I didn't get like an apartment until like two weeks later. So I was kind of living in an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. The person, the first person, I mean, the person of the Airbnb, she was so class. So she, she was, was clutch? She was so class. class she was okay. one of the greatest Good. person I have met. She's so nice. So she helped me a lot. And that's pretty much it. It has been a lot of work since that day. Mm. So it's amazing. That's crazy how you went through all this trouble and, you know, just to get out of your comfort zone. And now you're in southern Missouri. Could you have imagined, you know? Like, no, not really. I wasn't no. I wasn't expecting that. I mean, I'm not sure. I think I never told you my plans before. So mm-hmm. before, like, all this of southern means, I already have, like, kind of a plan of what's going to happen in the future. And then, like, all of that switched in just one week. So, oh, like, really? it was, like, really three days. I was, like, stressful about what should I do, what kind of call do I need to do what people advise me to was the best thing for me mm-hmm. and again it's just different scenario mm. can i ask what your plan was <laughs> if not it's fine i totally understand yeah i don't know if that is a good to say okay know? i get you i totally understand but i mean it must have been hard right were you thinking about like oh if i take this like everything else is just out of the picture for now or you just modified it or no yeah it's kind of a, so i mean honestly i'm not i don't mind sharing because it happened so it was okay mm-hmm. so i was meant to go to a different university okay and then like with the paperwork i think we never finalized like the stuff with the paperwork mm-hmm. so i didn't i did i believe i didn't like follow up that much with the paperwork and at the end like things didn't work with the university so mm-hmm. like even telling the head coach about like hey i won't be able to come here and again this is like two weeks after mm-hmm. preseason so I'm basically telling like, hey, you're not going to have a goalkeeper coach. Mm-hmm. So it's like a tough call to do and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's just like a tough scenario and all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, now I think you said you said it best. That it did end up working out for you. And that's yeah. it's crazy how you went through all those tests. And I mean, you're probably still going through those tests now, right? Yeah, kind of. And again, like all those little details, like, for example, that call that you really don't want to do. Yeah. And then you show up and then you do it. It's just like, well, I learned from this, <laughs> you know, yeah. like. If I need to do it in the future, I already did it once at least mm-hmm. or stuff like that. But yeah. And the, the best thing you can do is face those problems head on because if you let it linger, it's just going to make it worse. And then if you don't do anything about it, then you always think, what if, mm-hmm. you know, and you didn't say what if you were just like, let's go. Exactly. And then that thing, even if you don't think about it, it can keep bothering you inside. Or again, like if I would have stick to that, I would have been in that same path of being comfortable and being like, I just accept this, you know, besides just taking a step, extra step of what if, like you said, like yeah. people will regret more the what if that actually doing this stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. for example, the things in Southern Mids wouldn't have work. I'll be like, OK, I, at least I try it and then yeah, 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 yeah. I can look for another thing. <sighs> That's what I've been telling myself. I was like, I've always been talking about coaching, coaching, coaching. And I think I finally told my wife, I was like, 
I'm just going to do it. And then if I can't make it work, then I'll just stop and then I'll quit. But that's mm-hmm. a lot better than me just being like one day, one day, yeah. and one day. And then I don't. Well, at least I tried and then it didn't work out. Was I'll, I'll sleep a lot better doing it that yeah, way. Yeah, for you know sure. I mean? Because you already know that it didn't work out, you know. But then how in that of like, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. It just kills you, you know. Damn, yeah. we were meant to have this conversation. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, before I ask you how your first season at uh, Southern Miss went, how did it go for you in Des Moines? How was that? Like, because that's a completely different part of the U.S. You're going mm-hmm. from the Northwest to the South. Yeah. How was that? It was it was really nice, honestly. Like, so the team was really good. They invest a lot on the team. They had like a professionals. Mm-hmm. They gave us a lot of things. Coaches were amazing. They were good friends as well. So the transition was really easy. It was summer, so it wasn't cold at all. The place was small, but it has like everything you really needed. You know, like I was able to continue my practices. I was able to continue going to a gym, doing all my normal habits. So I didn't really struggle with that. And again, I got to know a lot of people, D1 players, fantastic players. I learned a lot from them, like getting feedback from them about like my coaching styles and all this stuff. So it was amazing. It was great experience just to give me one more step in that ladder, you know? Yeah, what kind of league is that? It's USL2. USL2. And yeah. these type of teams are basically a lot of D1 players that are trying to stay fit over the summer. Well, I mean, they, it's it's basically another notch on their resume, for this year. But these are quality players, right? And the season's... it's not. Is it long or is it short? How? Well, it depends. So the season... I mean, it's for the summer, like you said. Like, there is a lot of the ones that want to continue there. But the USL2 is, like, kind of the most... Um, probably I might be wrong, but I think 80% sure, I'm sure. Yeah. That is, like, the most semi-professional, like, top you can make it, you know? Mm. So a lot of even, like, prof- players that are looking for playing professional or even ex-professional players are going to be playing there. Mm. So the level is actually really high. Mm. And then... Yeah, that's pretty much like for example in the Moise we have people or at least like two people already signed contracts mm. with different with professional team. Mm. So it's a good step for that. Mm. Wow, wow, wow! And then they're they're a legit team. They're in the Moise. They they win. They, yeah. they basically, because I I would keep up with them through how Adam was playing with them, and um, yeah, they they seem like a legit program. Mm-hmm. The only issue with it, like I said, like or you ask the length, it kind of combines like for the playoffs with the persistence of the big universities. So you end up like losing some of the players Mm -hmm. because they need to leave. So in the most important games, it's just like you're losing your best players because they need to go to university, you know? Yeah, D1 players. Yeah. And then Southern Miss, how was your first season there? Good. Uh, We went to a conference tournament on the, we lost on the first game to be honest, but we lost, I cannot remember, Mm 1-0. We had, control of the whole game and then they just had a breakaway and then they score so we we have a good team i believe we so our team is really young as well Mm -hmm. so our team is coming back kind of the same team and more mature and everything so that adds a lot to the program Mm -hmm. so next season is gonna i believe is gonna be great um and season wise again we have good games uh, Coach Mo, he loves to have like a really tough schedule at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you're playing like these big universities. You're playing mm-hmm. Alabama, Georgia, wow. Ole Miss, LSU. But if you have the right mindset, you see like a great preparation for the conference. So whenever we arrive to conference, now that the universities are more matched into our like level, mm-hmm. 
then it's a good competition, you know. Ah, so you got to see a lot of universities, <laughs> bigger universities. Yeah, definitely. Their campus are just extreme. They're a dream. Which it's one great. has been the best one that you've that you got to visit? I hope I'm not mistaken or saying the wrong one, but I believe it was Georgia. Georgia's? Yeah. Is that in Athens? I believe so. I wouldn't be able to say. I know uh, whenever we went to Florida, we passed by Troy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where that is at. Though. I think it was in Alabama, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Well, we did play against Troy. So mm-hmm. Troy is in our conference. Mm-hmm. So we did play with Troy. Their field is nice and everything. But this Georgia, well, it was amazing. Really? And I, I keep bragging to, like, now that I'm visiting and they're asking, like, the same question. I'm just like, that's just another level. So the city basically is like the whole university. So everything is like around the thing, you know. It's like Norman, right? But Norman kind is of. a city before the university. This is yeah, that's what. Yeah, exactly. But this is like everybody dreams and loves this university and wow. all of this. And then the campus, like we arrived to a soccer field, right? They have like a soccer. So they have the soccer field. The soccer field, like background and everything. The landscape is just amazing. Like mm-hmm. mountains, trees, all of that. They have stands. They have like the huge TV which show, that shows like the scoreboard and all that. Amazing. Everything looks perfect. And then even that, like before arriving to a field, you can see like the training field and like the soccer facilities. So they have like gym. They have like all this stuff, like offices and all that, like the storage room. So professional and so pretty. Like with all the landscapes, it's just like, I was amazed. I was there and I just told Coach Mo, like, thank you. <laughs> thank you for allowing me watching this because it's just like, what a dream to play in this stuff. Yeah. Imagine the players that get to experience that coming no, straight out of high school. Like just... <laughs> again and i see all the like the diff like me coming from like a junior college coming from NA and then seeing like, all the things that mm-hmm. d1 players get it's just like this is incredible it. yeah it's incredible like all the like even i mean this is like dumb or something like that but for example whenever we travel away we stay like the night before in the hotel you know mm-hmm. here we will drive six hours go play and come back yeah stuff like that you know like now you're going to a hotel they're giving you everything you have. You have all the strength and Food, conditional facilities. You don't facility. have to worry about certain yeah, things. Yeah, basically. You have good restaurants. Like, again, even with the players, sometimes, like, we joke. Because whenever, whenever I won conference, it was like, okay, guys, let's go to Chili's, you know? And Chili's for us was like, oh, my days. We just got Chili's. But now it's just like, oh, are we going again to Chili's, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, dude, what do you mean? Chili's is great. Yeah, I love Chili's. I actually had Chili's yesterday. So, yeah, it's... It's incredible the things that they provide and it's amazing. Oof. If you would have known that before when you started your, I guess, your college soccer, would you have done anything different? Yes. I mean, yes and no. Because, of course, like, the fact that I went to NA and all that, it was able to... I got you where you are now, basically, right? No, yeah, I agree, I agree. And also, like, like all my career was paid for, you know? So really, I didn't I didn't need to worry about money. Mm-hmm. I think on the fact of me like going to a deal one probably they, because I had different offers, but they will make I will need to pay, you know. Mm-hmm. So like that balance about like should I pay something and then have all this experience, mm-hmm. and then on the fact of like or just go to NAIA and then just get paid with all my career and all that. But then I think like if I would have done different, yeah, probably work better mm-hmm. and be more mindful about my training and actually aim to go to a D1 besides just thinking like, oh, I won't be able to afford that, you know, like actually because they give for rights and stuff like that, you know, like actually working hard to yeah, 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 yeah. go and get that opportunity in that. Ah, interesting. 
So at the intro of the podcast, it'll be, I'm sitting down with Juan, the assistant coach of Southern Miss. Basically. <laughs> like, hey. hey. <laughs> That's, congratulations. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Dang. That's some journey, huh? Connected all the dots to get there. Who would have thought? I know. It's crazy. So what does this mean for goalie, goal masters, goalie masters? Well, I mean, currently, to be honest, I haven't worked that much in goalie masters. I haven't really had the time on, like... It's a cheap excuse, but there's a lot of things that we need to get yeah, done yeah, before, yeah. like, as we were speaking, like, a couple of minutes ago, you grow up. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, you have yeah. different responsibilities. So I have, I'm trying to post still stuff like that, but it just takes too much time to edit the videos, watch the video. And the other thing about iPhone that kills my mind, if you record the video and then you wait, like, three days, you need to wait for it to actually dull out again. And ah. then the part of dull outing, it takes, like, 10 minutes you know it doesn't store the video on your phone it yeah stores part in, of the it in the cloud yeah and then it takes forever and i'm like well i don't have any time anymore to yeah. fix it so that has been my excuse yeah oh android, an android go to man. android gotta get an android probably probably i might and then the thing that i don't like sometimes is i think apple sometimes records its videos in a different format so you try to use it with some other type of camera and some i don't mm -hmm. know make it tough i'm just trying to talk bad on apple i just <laughs> added on to you i don't know i don't know uh that sucks though but i think what it is too is i recently moved and when you move and you're doing something new you're you know like internet has a bandwidth right mm -hmm. it can only go so fast it's kind of like us we can only do so much mm -hmm. and when you're taking in all these new things where well, your mind is just a lot busier than it normally is because before you're just working on those automatic habits. definitely so i think maybe with time as you start creating habits around that like gold sure. masters will come back because I mean, and also like right now i'm just kind of focusing more on actually like my personal mm -hmm. instagram account like trying to grow like my once a year name you know mm -hmm. like the personal brand besides just growing like goalie masters mm -hmm. i'm trying to get howie to help me with goalie master he hasn't do the great job but mm -hmm. we'll eventually make it there <laughs> bet, bet, bet. Yeah. so then what are you going to do for the off season now or is there an off season do they probably have some type of programming for the for the athletes yeah so off season is kind of the same like we will still practice five days a week that was the other thing that i would like the one is so different for example with NAIA if you are out of the tournament you're basically out mm -hmm. here the players can still go to the gym and all those stuff like they can still work out prepare and stuff like that I believe a spring is in a D1 program is one of the most crucial mm -hmm. moments because it's a moment where you actually get to develop the players you know mm -hmm. like during season you really don't have the moment of being like okay we're gonna work on this improve on this it's just more about like well, this yeah, recovery game, game let's go you know but mm -hmm. on the spring and again like us bringing most of our team back is going to be just that moment of like okay now we need to work on this let's focus on mm -hmm. this let's push on this practice let's do this stuff meanwhile again in season you need to be worried about like injuries and all this stuff mm -hmm. that's true that's true so i guess a better question would be what are some of the biggest things that surprise you as a difference from the naia to d1 like when you went back to macu what was the first thing that you guys told them besides the campus is just huge <laughs> Uh, I think, again, a lot of the the resources that the players have. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I was speaking with this, with Howie about this, like, the level between NAIA and D1, like, player-wise, it might not be that big, but then whenever, like, you're actually investing on the player on their development, then that's where they create the, 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 the gap mm -hmm. between, like, oh, you're an NAIA player. I'm not saying wrong, that is a bad level or something like that, but then... 
it creates a gap because they are focusing more on you. So they are giving you like workouts of a professional, you know, like somebody that is actually working on details on you. He's giving you like the exact things. You have the athletic trainers as well. They are they know exactly what you have. They have all the rehabs on you. They have like the specific stuff about you. They are giving you or providing you better food options. They care about like not care because everybody cares, but like you have a specific person to go about your classes and all these like small details that help you just to just not stress about soccer. I mean, focus more about soccer and the being able to be flexible with your things kind of to answer my own question like because i played at mac u and aia and just from hearing you talk i can't i could imagine it but it's kind of like i can't imagine it <laughs> and if i would have known that maybe that was how it was maybe i would have tried to take my before college days a little bit more serious you know because it does seem like they're very much intentional like you can get away at NAIA maybe and you know, slack off and still show up to play and still do pretty good. But I seem like over there, they take the detail. The, de- the details matter, right? What would you say? No, oh, definitely. Like, again, and it's just about breeding soccer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you go to practice and then you have meetings with coaches about, like, videos and scouting and all this. Like, technology is just in a different level. Mm-hmm. For example, also, we have, like, this system. It's called Spirio. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. But you can even like watch the soccer field, you can record all the practices and then you can like zoom on the players, you can move it on the specific wow. areas and all this stuff. So you're able to see like all the highlights. Your games are being on SPN, you can see yourself playing on SPN and all this stuff. You can see small details, how many passes, all this stuff, you know, like your best moments, they will like so much technology, so much money invested. So again, it's like a lot of details of you trying to sit as an athlete. Dang, so what does this mean for you? Like, where do you feel like you're at as a coach? Are you just a goalie coach now? Because now you're an assistant coach. So now you're probably doing a lot different type of coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where are you? How do you feel as a coach now? Well, I mean, honestly, it's not like a different kind of coaching. I'm still like focusing on the goalkeepers for sure. Like mm-hmm. during practice, I focus on the goalkeepers. I'm able to give some advices to the field players and stuff like that. But just for me, I believe it's also like more of a learning process of how to properly communicate with the players and all this like getting out of that like goalkeeper union but actually like communicate with the rest of the players mm-hmm. figure out like set pieces figure out like scouting reports how is your team playing and all this stuff so it has been such a learning process and again like right now it's just about how much information can i get how much things can i just learn and how can i help myself to give the best and give the best to our team so we can mm. sit better are you excited does it not get you excited talking no about yeah 100 percent. i mean it's amazing because i can like there are so many things that i didn't even know they exist mm-hmm. and now that i just learned about this it's just like wow you can do all these things so it's exciting exciting that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> and then you think about it, it's just like okay this is d1 just imagine like mm-hmm. that's exactly <laughs> what i was thinking about just imagine, imagine the professionals, professionals yeah. imagine when they get to go to the world cup and mm-hmm. the type of services that they have there and that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. All the things they do for them is just amazing. Wow. So then <laughs> it makes me curious as to think, well, what are your plans now then? Now that you have this, you probably, have you set like a five-year plan? Are you just going to keep this going as hard as you can day by day and just see what dots yeah. connect in the future? I mean, yeah. I, th- I mean, as for right now, I'm just focusing on that. Um, 
continue with other me's, continue working on that. One of the things that I do probably want to next year is start my PhD. Mm. See if I can get like an educational PhD. Mm-hmm. Hoping that'll be amazing. But other than that, just growing my personal brand and then just learning more and focusing on the team and see where it will take me. Hopefully, one day I'll be make it to a professional team. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still pretty young and I'm still just starting. So I still need more experience. But if there's any opportunity, I'll take it, probably. <laughs> Depends on the opportunity. But that's my goal and hopefully we can make it. Another thing I have been talking with or like this conversation came about is like the chance of coaching a national team. Of course, you see like, oh, mm. big time coaching a national team, but I believe it's possible if you give yeah. yourself or volunteer yourself and you know the right people, then you might be able to get into it. And I think that will be such a, yeah. That'd be top. Yeah. I mean, if you can't even think about it, you know, if you can't even think that it's possible, it will never happen. I agree. So the fact that you're just like, that's that's out there, you know, because I think like a moral, a good moral of this, this story, your story that you started is, you know, you always have to be nice. And you've always struck me as a person that's nice to everybody, you know, open, because you never know who you might run into at a hotel in the morning when you just <laughs> stay out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously. Look where it landed you and that, you know, you just always have to be genuinely a good person. There's no reason for you not to be because things just the world. Have you read the book, The Alchemist? I wanted to ask you. The Alchemist, yeah, I have. Yeah. What book are you reading right now? I'm struggling. I'm finishing the originals. Mm -hmm. I've been the greatest. So right now, again, with the time wise, I'm not that great of like just sitting at 3 p.m. and start reading a book. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing is just listening to audiobooks. Mm Mm-hmm. I just finished. It's not, you're not cheating. It still <laughs> but, yeah, counts. I know, it still counts, counts, but it still it doesn't feel like, cheating. wow, I'm not reading. You know? I can hear it in your. <laughs> I can hear the guilt. I do it too, man. It's okay. But I agree. Like, you're still getting, like, mm-hmm. knowledge, you know, like, even with podcasts and stuff like that. I believe you're not cheating, like you said. You're not picturing the moment as you're, you're not drawing it with your brain, but you're still. Yeah, you're still getting it. So I'm reading that one. I'm also reading, I'm kind of reading to good to great. Mm. And then the originals, it's called like that, about like, yeah, the originals. And then the last one I read, I'm trying to remember the the name. It was about finance. It was really good, to be honest. I don't remember what was it. Mm. No, I don't remember what was the name. But it was really, really, really good. I, I really recommend that book. Probably I'll get it, the name once. Yeah. But it's really good. Man, I haven't been reading, but the one that I did recently just get was the second book of David Goggins. Oh, no way. Mm-hmm. You got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I think we spoke about this last time that I really yeah. wanted to read. No, I haven't. Read I haven't it. gotten too much into it, but he goes. it seems like he's going to go into he goes into details about things that he did mention. And then he's like, I got some other stuff that I didn't talk about. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's crazy. crazy, crazy. How is your fitness journey? Fitness. <laughs> Put some gain in, mm-hmm. some, some pounds in during during season. But it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been able to be that consistent like with jujitsu and stuff like that. Yesterday I came and I went to a gym. I love that gym. It's amazing. Mm. I just have been busy and all that. Like you get really tired after like practicing, going to gym and all this. And then it's just like, oh, now I need to go there and they, so they can kill me. You know, <laughs> it doesn't sound fun. They're just like, yo, we can tell you haven't rolled in a while. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. Like I have been trying different things, playing volleyball. I always love volleyball, so I'm trying different things. Goal-wise... And I love because I say last time I'm gonna run a marathon, so I will just say it again. Mm-hmm. 
next year my goal is to do an airman not the full airman yeah i'm thinking about the short one i don't know if i get crazy and i do the full one the only problem is so expensive that's the issue yeah how much is it to run a so the short one the half ironman will be like 300 bucks for 100 bucks but then think about like you have to get the equipment you have to get in the, the bike, equipment the bike the gear, you have to get your the food if you're gonna feed yourself while you're running hotels and all this running Gee. the full ironman kind of start like around 800 dollars Wow. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah, I can probably not afford Did that. you run the marathon? Yeah, I did run the marathon. It was... Here? In Oklahoma <laughs> so, City? Or which one did you Yeah, run? the one from Oklahoma. Last Funny, year? Yeah, last year. Funny story. I did a half last year. You did it uh -huh. the half? Okay, good. That's great. But I was... Because I respect the marathon now. Uh-huh. Tell me about your marathon experience. Because <laughs> I respect the marathon. So, remember about my the team mm -hmm. of... I, I called them over like, what day do we start practicing? May 1st. What day do you need me there? April... Well, April 30th. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's, is that the same day or the No, day? the marathon was April 30th. Okay. Sorry, I don't know if I say April 1st, but it, the marathon was April 30th, mm -hmm. right? They want me that day. I'm like, well, I have the right excuse to not run the marathon. Mm -hmm. But then I was like, you know what? Let's, ju let, let's just be once a year, you know? Let's just be different here. So run the marathon that morning, have everything packed already in my car, went eat with my friends. I got the best hamburger in my world. Oh, yeah. Perfect hamburger. Drive, I don't remember how many hours, eight hours. Make it to um, Iowa, sleep, wake up, morning session, practice session. For some reason, I wasn't sore. I was like, wow. If they knew I just run a marathon yesterday, they would be shocked, you know? Yeah, but you didn't give yourself time to be sore. <laughs> Again. And I love what you said. I know we spoke about it last week. I mean, last week, not last recording about the quote. If you believe you can do it, or if you believe you can't, in both scenarios, you're right. Mm -hmm. That has been a lot about my mantra, you know? Like, if I can do it, I can do it. I, if I believe I can do it, I will do it. Uh -huh. If I believe I can do it, all right, why well, I'm trying. The, I know I cannot do it. The What you just said hit me right here. You was like... I could run the marathon or what? Let's just be Juan Cidiel and let's go. That <laughs> let's be, is that's brilliant. Special, right? That weirdo, you know? Let's be Juan Cidiel and let's go. And he, that's when he became Juan Cidiel. He yeah. ran the marathon and that's crazy. I never, let's just be Ricardo Yo right now. Let's go. Yeah. Let's be just be, be different, you know? Be, be somebody that somebody tells you like, how in the world he does it, you know? Like, and then it just, it give you something different, you know? It give you like, a not a fulfillment, but just like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just help you a lot with a lot of things. I like the one that I've been running into a lot is uh, one day or day one. Oh, yeah. That, that one that is good. One day or day one. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's a big one. Like, normally, or we struggle a lot with the thought of like, oh, we'll just do it tomorrow, stuff like that, you know. Like, mm -hmm. But again, the moment you switch to now mm -hmm. or never, then your life changes dang was the marathon hard was it easy what time did you complete it in uh i didn't do it that fast i was running with joe mm -hmm. the german she's right now assistant at macu so we didn't do it that much i think we just enjoy more the journey again like it was honestly like the first <laughs> the first what 13 miles 10 miles you enjoy it because everybody's like cheering on you yeah, there is all this <laughs> but then whenever you, you cross, cross that yeah, bridge so there, I know, I know, there's like two two or here and there's like it's a fork in the road if you go to the right then you're like half no but yeah full. half full and then 
everybody forgets about you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your moment of like, oh, okay, now I guess it's quiet. time to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it gets too quiet. That's yeah, when exactly. it gets quiet. But yeah, it was with Joe. It was it was fun. And then at the end, again, whenever you're tired, there's more people there. So it's just like, wow. And I think that boosts you with adrenaline and all that. Yeah, I wanted to, but man, I said, I respect the marathon now. I've done it twice. It's kicked my ass twice. Yeah. A half, I can do that with not too much training, and I, it could still be enjoyable. And that's what it was. It was enjoyable to that's just great. do half. When I got to that fork on the road, though, man, <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't run through that fork with my head held high, if that made sense. Mm-hmm. I was just like, half, all right, half. But as soon as I got like a little bit further, I was like, I made the best decision in my life. Yeah, for sure. Half. No, and the uh, the aftermath is just like, why did you just complete this? You know, like I even mm-hmm. spoke with Joe. Sometimes it's like, just funny that we have this core memory. Of we, we run a marathon. Not everybody does. And mm-hmm. you said you run two, right? Mm-hmm. So still, you already did it, you know? Like, yeah. how many people in the world has run a marathon? Not everybody. Yeah. You can tell, like, I did run 26 miles, you know? like, And again, those things build you up to be a better person, to grow. You know? Yeah, it's just, a funny feeling, though, when you're running and you see the half and the full and you see everyone taking a left and you're just like, all right, I got to take a right. But I could take a left if I wanted to and just say, <laughs> screw the full. And then you take a right and then that's when you got to start switching your brain into, like... All right, let's go. Not that I'm halfway there, but let's do one more mile, 13. Mm-hmm. Let's do one more mile, 14, and then 15. The second time I ran it, I was dead by the time I got to Penn Square Mall. Okay. I uh-huh. walked. Really? The whole way from Penn Square Mall to downtown. I basically walked the whole thing because I was just not in great shape. Hey, you completed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You made it. That's the important thing. Yeah. A lot of people, how many people struggle just signing up? Yeah. yeah. Just taking that step of signing up, you just made it. So that's what they say. They, I, I think it was Craig. Mm-hmm. The hardest, the hardest part of a black belt in jiu-jitsu is signing up, mm. being that first white belt showing up the first day. So that's you true. made it. That's true. That's true. And now, what, what are your goals? Right yeah. now, that's a great question. I haven't thought about my goals um, because I've been using the excuse of just getting used to where I'm at, um, getting used to my job because I just switched positions. But I do want to go back to school. I want to go back to school and finish that so I can get a degree and find a job in, in what I want to do that will allow me to coach. I yeah. want to coach too. So that's one of the two things that I figured that have stuck with me is I need to finish that degree and I need to coach because if I get a degree, it'll help me in my coaching. Mm-hmm. And not necessarily the other way around but i need to start coaching so i i would say that my goals are to get back into school finish that and then figure a way out to start coaching and of course my fitness i've Uh been focusing a lot on my fitness trying to find the good the best times to go during the day so that it doesn't take time away from you know what i have going on here with my family trying to do the podcast so now i'm trying to do that during working hours like Mm -hmm. we're doing it now um so i'm trying to get all that stuff back in and then the football factory the high school soccer starts again here in in the fall i mean in the spring Mm -hmm. so i'll have to be intentional with making posts and trying to figure out ways to do that better but that's hard because it's kind of like i don't get much help you know Mm -hmm. it's just and then how do i do that with work so trying to be better in those areas i think or where my mind is wrapped around right now. So what what job do you change now? So now I'm working at a medical place called Adapt Health, and they provide like wheelchairs and stuff like that. Okay. Oxygen for patients that need it from even from hospitals. So they provide equipment, 
and I'm in the warehouse making sure everything is in stock, that mm -hmm. we have clean equipment that comes back from the dirty equipment. It's pretty chill. That's right. That's pretty chill. But yeah. it definitely isn't what I want to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I get yeah. pays nice, but, you know, my mind's always on something else. Yeah. So I figured I got to try to do LB. that. Yeah. So I, I didn't know you never finished the degree. I didn't finish what, my what degree. That's amazing, to be honest. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, what degree are you seeking for? I am. That's a great question. I did want to do something in communications, but then I think my general studies would work as well. But I mean, specializing in something would be great. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I was always thinking communications, marketing is great, too, because this is all kind of just like an extension of marketing, yeah, for you sure. know? Um, but it's hard to pick something, dude. It's hard to just pick <laughs> something and be like, I want to do that because I want to do a lot of things. So um, now that I'm older, I'm realizing that picking a degree and sticking to it is time. And, uh, you know, it takes money to do that now, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I have to think long and hard about what I really want to do because I are don't you, want to regret it. Are you, are you a good believer of like, oh, you need university or... Like there's people that say like you still need the university. There's people of why do you study? What what are your thoughts? I mean, as I'm getting older now, I'm starting to realize that yeah, it's good to go to the university. It's good to get that degree because it opens up doors that you wouldn't be able to if you didn't have them. Exactly. Also, yeah. Honestly, like I couldn't teach at a school if I don't get some type of major. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Regardless of how hard I try or how nice I am or whoever I know, I have to have that piece of paper yeah, that I says agree. it. Definitely. Um, but in certain instances, no, not really. Like if you wanted to be, I mean, no, you do. Because if you wanted to be a soccer coach, it doesn't mm -hmm. matter who or what you know, eventually you have to get licensing. So, yeah. you know, rules are set in place for those reasons, for quality people to be in those positions. So you do have to jump through some hoops okay. to be certified. And also I believe like the university also teach you not only about like your career, but just like, how to connect with people, mm -hmm. how to be responsible, how to be disciplined, how to, to just teach a lot of more about just like getting the degree. Yeah, because if you didn't go to college, what would you be doing? Your world would be a lot smaller. You Definitely. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You wouldn't meet. And, that, and it's funny because when you're younger, they say go to universities, you'll meet new people, you'll meet new opportunities. But, you know, you don't really think like that when you're young. It's just like, oh, you know, whatever distractions are there to yeah. get you. And that's what got me, the distractions. The distractions got me good and then my focus was somewhere else so but now i'm trying to go back there so there's my goal right there mm -hmm. just to put it out there <laughs> have you have you thought about because you mentioned the fitness doing the ironman the ironman i have so we've been looking at the ymca here in rockwell and they have a pool okay and if we sign up i, I could sign now there's no excuse <laughs> yeah. i have a bike i, I ride uh -huh. bikes so if i needed to train my bike i can you take have my the bike, bike. Uh -huh. i can run because i can run everywhere but where do i swim mm -hmm. you know, now there's a pool there and i can swim i haven't sat and talked to bumpa you know who bumpa alex is? yeah alex and he did the the ironman uh, Iron sorry yeah. yeah and i was that to me is just like just draw dropping i was just like dude how like that's what i say like be be alex you know <laughs> be alex people are just thinking like wow he made it yeah and it's like it changes your perspective on everything like yeah. whenever i did the marathon it changed my perspective on distance and mm -hmm. running now i'm just like i can go out anytime and do a mile i, I don't care yeah. how fast it's gonna take me but i'll complete a mile two i can do two three four it'll i'll struggle to do four or five on a random <laughs> wednesday but i can do it because i've done 26 before so what is five i know i know and i agree because then like you're picking with somebody and they're like oh i need to run three miles you know and you're like that takes 30 40 minutes i know you know? I know it's just i think it's just so much like when people brag about something that you do on your day 
today is just like, wow. Yeah. You know, puts you in another level. That's how parents feel whenever people that don't have kids say, man, I don't have time. How the hell do you not have time to do it? Dude, I have kids. I got a job and I'm still trying to figure I'm finding ways to do it. So if yeah, you don't have kids and you don't and you're complaining, you don't have time. You got to fix your. Uh, and it's, okay, even like with kids, I mean, mm-hmm. I clap on you because I believe like that's so much. I know so much responsibility. Like I cannot believe the older I get, the more I'm like grateful about my parents and everything they did for me. It's just like, wow, everything that it takes, you know, to take care about this this dude over here. Yeah, that if a goal, a goal for me right now is they're the main priority for me right now. Mm-hmm. And my wife, both of our kids. We I always we always remind ourselves that like we have 10 good years with our kids mm-hmm. after those first 10 years. We're not going to be their best friend. You're not we're not going to be the most important thing in their life right mm-hmm. now. And, you know, right now. The best thing is like whenever they have something going on at school, like they have a Valentine's um, dinner or they're going to have pizza. Parents can come. I go to all of them. Yeah, that's great. Because like just to see when they look at you and it's just like, oh, like yeah, they're happy because at that time you're everything. You're their everything. And that's that's beautiful, dude. It's going to make me cry thinking about it. But no, it is. Um, so, yeah, that's my priority. First 10 years, do that and then water whatever they want to do in life. So if they want to if my, my son loves to draw so mm-hmm. if you like to draw here's the pencil here's the picture do it oh you like to do you know video games let's figure something we can do with that you know maybe we can program design you know yeah. so that's been the ultimate right there that's the goals and the priorities right there you're gonna make me cry too. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Wait. Uh, yeah, yeah i mean and i once or like the thing with the professional players you know like for the fun like you as a professional player just telling them like hi it will mean their word to them like you said like you're the word for them mm-hmm. and then for the professional player it was just one second you know just one event and just you change somebody's yeah, life you so know messi takes his shirt off at enter miami game and just hands it to a little kid He's, he just made his just life you know for yeah. Messi, it's just that shirt but it's just like wow does that happen to you as the assistant coach at, at the college do you have people going coach coach no 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 no, no, no. um so on the moist in menace kind of that scenario again like the city or i believe it's the city the city is really small so the club is really big and again they invest a lot so like after every game like the fans will go into the pitch and all that and the players will give like signatures and stuff like that of course nobody cares about the goalkeeper mm-hmm. coach but one kid came to me and was like oh can i have your signature i was like wow yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. all the way around it made you I know. yeah it made, me, it made me feel good but yeah it's crazy it's crazy nice nice dude um what is something that you hammer into the goalies minds when you're making these videos like what's what's one piece of advice if you had to give a goalie like what's what what's the go-to that you'd like to work work on yourself i actually was also speaking with one friend and we were joking about the. i think i told him about the podcast we were like oh let's practice or something like that Mm. And then he kind of did me kind of the same question about like, what do you think will be the most important for a goalkeeper? And I think just the most important is about like the mindset, believing it, being intentional about your stuff. I think, again, I think I posted a video a couple of days ago, just growing as a person, understanding more like, I have this person that I hear a lot of times and he said like, keeping the promises you make yourself. Mm. Whenever you start like doing that, you just stack wins and then you're a different person and then when you have all the respect you respect yourself you have the confidence in yourself then the world is more for you mm-hmm. like then you can go and perform on the field 
you can believe that you can do all this but then all of this came just for actions you know mm. it's not about you telling yourself in the mirror like i'm a great goalkeeper it's about showing up and knowing that you're a great goalkeeper because you said you were gonna do this stuff and you did it mm. you know? i'm curious what does goalie training for d1 athletes what, what does that look like compared to training someone as a goalie for the first time or being a wreck or even like you know club coaches because d1 goalies are great mm -hmm. they're really good yeah. so like what how do you even try to improve on someone that's already great like are you just you know what does that look like for you i mean assessment evaluations yeah of course like they're in a good level like you won't be able to teach them the whole techniques stuff you know like if they already have some habits, it will be impossible to switch it. And especially like in the period of time that you have, like if they dive this way, you won't be able to actually 100% switch it. With little kids, of course, you need to build those techniques. You want to teach them these techniques. But with the old ones, I believe it's more about, or like for example, with the D ones, having conversation of like what will be more effective and then just keeping them in shape. And of course, like trying to implement those little things, those little techniques, but it's not like you're gonna change all, all their game, you know, like, for example, you can talk more about strategies, like if they give you a ball, if you are playing short or stuff like that, we can build like that. Make sure you're looking at this pass, make sure you're doing this before doing this, but like you won't be able to really tell them like, hey, you need to catch the ball this way. Mm -hmm. Like if you're already catching the ball like this and this is the way you are, like, Just of course you can it. tell them. But yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah, kind of. Like you won't be able to change a lot from them, mm -hmm. but you are able to provide feedback. Mm. With the little kids, you can do a lot. Yeah, build them, you know. Mm, that's what I was wondering because, uh, you know, it's it's tough to be a goalie and then in that level because everyone likes to score goals. Practices, you're just getting goals scored on you. Mm -hmm. So you have to have a different type of mentality for a goalie, right? Exactly. Um, what if someone has a little kid and for a dad that is has a little goalie, like what do you, how do you, what type of advice do you give that dad for a little kid? What advice would you have loved to hear, you know? It's, or you're like, remember when Messi's kid said, hey, dad, I want to be a goalie. And he goes, hey, what puta, he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> why are you doing me this? <laughs> like, why, you know? Yeah. Because not everybody likes being a goalie, you know? I think just like have fun in the position, you know? Have Helping fun. them to have fun. Like not really seeing the pressure of like, oh, what if I make a mistake and stuff like that. Just like really enjoying it. And basically like not putting extra pressure on them of what they already have, you know, like given that i think that will be my biggest advice sheesh a lot of pressure huh okay before we do wrap it up did you watch the world cup i mean of course yeah. <laughs> duh right <laughs> i mean i don't know what specific event are you gonna ask me about but yes okay hold on let me hit the record <laughs> don't kill me with the question here no, but then you're going to ask me like something really specific and then I'm going to be like, oh, I have no clue. No, 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 nothing specific. I just, um, the World Cup happened from the last time I had seen you. And um, what do you think? Like, what would you, how did you, how did you interpret it? Like, wasn't it not the best World Cup final that you had ever oh, 100%. seen? Oh, 100%. So I love, I love the Messi one. My biggest complaint and haters going to hate whatever. Uh -huh. Diego Martinez is not that great of a goalkeeper. You don't think you know? so? Everybody after the work of, oh, Diego is the best. Like, he is overhyped. Mate, look at him. Like, he's, he's not the best one, you know? Like, it is what it is. But I love Messi. I mean, it was great that he won. And yeah, it was a big final. But he had a big save. 
I mean, it is. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, 100%. I mean, I'm not going to say, like, he saved Argentina yeah. for sure. But, again, like, you make a huge save, and now everybody thinks that he's the best goalkeeper in the world. Would, like, you ever try to put yourself in his position when he saw that ball go up, pressuring the guy who's about to take the volley? You've played soccer. You've been in a type of position where you have, like, a do-or-die block. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean when I say, like, the world just slows down. Oh, that'll be crazy. <laughs> bounces and then he takes the volley and you know that the cold crowd there he can't hear nothing yeah and then he blocks it like that type of feeling like could you imagine wow amazing unique I, but i mean i think during the moment he probably don't realize about it but then just the aftermath looking like, back on it wow what he did was amazing yeah how about incredible. watching mbappe score three two back to back boom boom crazy 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 now that was that was one of the best finals yeah, that was special. So what, that's the beauty of soccer. Beauty of soccer. What then? What was? Who was your best goalie for you then of the tournament? You know, you're killing me because again, like my memory is so bad. Mm-hmm. World Cup. I'll tell you one, bro. So look, I went inside and I have this for you here because I thought you'd like this, but I thought this guy did really good right here. Who they won for Mar- Morocco? Yeah. yeah. So here, uh, you're a goalie. Oh uh, my God, no way. <laughs> you have a, pers- a collection going. It's Thank a you. So you're a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. great. He did great. Thank you. Of course, of course. <laughs> I hope you enjoy that. Are you collecting all of this? or like? I open boxes and okay. whenever I find stuff that I know someone else would appreciate, I always like to give it because I feel like that's just it. If I kept it, it wouldn't mean more, but it means so much more now that I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. That card means more to me now because I gave it to you. And now instead of you opening it, you know, it receiving it as a gift also means more than just, you know. Have, I, I know, 100%. Know. This is going straight to my office. Awesome. 100% man. Awesome. awesome. People, I, they will ask me, like, what is this? And the story damn. behind it is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then the video will be up. So you'll All of this. Video. I mean, the fact that we're able to come here and talk. Like, again, I really wanted to come. and I do enjoy a lot speaking with you. I believe, like, we have good conversations and. I think we actually doesn't we don't go that deep on like things we wish we could talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but we we'll leave that for another time. Yeah, it's stuff like that. You so know? if you ever come back to Oklahoma City, let me know. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not recording in my garage. We can do something a little bit more upscale. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, just being able to record sometimes is just really good too. And I and I enjoy it. And even like without the mics and stuff like that, like it's, uh, you're a great person. You know, you have a yeah. lot of knowledge a lot of things to offer it's just i really appreciate being able to be your friend being able to communicate with you i really i wish we could talk more yeah 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 well i mean this just until next time yeah you never know you never know you know maybe we're gonna go maybe when i'm in southern mississippi like i'll definitely hit you up yeah and definitely again just i mean to wrap it up is I keep forgetting the warning. I think my English is getting worse by the years, by the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just like, again, claps on you and everything you do. Like, it's just, it's a lot, you know? So, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank so. you. Well, um, Juan, I appreciate you for coming in. I hope you enjoy the rest of your stay here in Oklahoma. You leave on Monday. Yes, sir. Um, dude, you went to MacU. How crazy has MacU been? What do you mean? On what like sense? rank number one? Oh yeah, my, I mean, crazy season. Now, now it's boring. They're winning everything. It's just like oh, they won again. Were but you surprised that they were gonna do it again? Not really. I mean, no? Neil, great person, great leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, the standards were. I mean, it was kind of hard because we were like, oh, the whole team is kind of new and stuff yeah. like that. But 
he's such a great leader, such a good coach. Yeah. Shout out to the guys at MacU for the SAC championship. Shout out to SNU. Um, shout out to the freshmen that, you know, killed it, the inner city freshmen. Yeah, shout out to Oklahoma. Shout sure. out to Oklahoma City. Shout out to you. Shout out to Southern Mississippi. And uh, shout out to the Mass Football Podcast, man. There you go. Peace. Yes, sir.